It's time for another Nebraska Prep Zone report sponsored by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me today will be Stu Pospisil. How are you doing today, Stu? I'm great. It's opening day. Yeah, time to change the sports calendar over, turn the page to winter. Seems like fall just ended yesterday. We have basketball games. We certainly do, and uh, Thursday night's a big night, and Saturday should be as well. Friday's a little lighter because most of Class A, those who are able to play, are going tonight. Well, should be interesting. We're going to preview boys' basketball today, and we'll be uh, have we'll have Mike Patterson on a little bit later to talk girls' basketball. So that girls' basketball preview will be upcoming later. But today is boys' basketball, and right off the top, Stu, let's start with you giving Bellevue West, the defending champion Thunderbirds, some bulletin board material, putting them number two. Hey, I'm good at bulletin board material. You know this the, my ratings don't reflect the start of the season. I'm trying to predict where the teams are going to be at the end of the year. I'm trying to predict the six state champions. And it'd be folly not to think that Miller North can't get it done all the way this year. That said, you know, Bellevue West doesn't want to give up that title without a fight. You know, Chucky Hepburn is um, quality material going to, to Badger country after this year. And and as we'll talk about, there's some other teams that uh, want to try and break up that big two. Yeah, I, as you noted in your preview column, it's not a two-team race. Um, well, it could be. It could be. It could be. You but know, I mean, right now, it looks like those two are cut above. But I think that at least the next four in line think that they can uh, at least jolt them and, and make them sweat. Well, let's let's start right off the top with those Mustangs. The the name that everyone knows is Hunter Salas, um, and he's joined by you know Jaden Johnson, St. Thomas, Jason Green. It's going to be a loaded starting lineup again, and plenty of depth for the Mustangs. Exactly. You know this is this is a team that you know they they've got a one they've got to be over it, but two they got to be motivated by what happened at the state final last year where they led by 14 in the fourth quarter and didn't win the ball games. So, you know, that's got to be eating at them, motivating them. Um, you know, with Miller North, they, they have to understand that they are the target, that they are going to have to come out and play well because everybody's going to give them their best shot. You know, they are the, the team that's nationally ranked. They are the team that has all these, uh, top uh, recruits, you know, Hunter Salas is number six in in some recruiting lists nationally. He's on the Sports Illustrated uh, Final 99 for the It's All-America team. Um, you know, they can't come out and play lackadaisical. They've got to come out and turn back everybody's best effort because they've got Mustangs or Miller North on their jerseys this year. Yeah, they had they had some befuddling slow starts and close games against some teams last year. So it'll be interesting to see if they come out in games and fast start the, start fast this year and you know kind of eliminate some of those close matchups. You know that I, I remember back to '89 with um, Millard South and Millard South went undefeated that year invariably they would just with their full court press 
they'd, they'd get 14, 16 point leads in the first quarter. And basically it was all done after that. Uh, Miller North needs to come out with energy every single night out and try and take control early. It, it's one of these things that the, the longer you let teams stay in the game and with the three pointer, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot different these days. You can shoot yourself in if you're on one side and you can shoot yourself out if uh, you take bad shots. So hopefully this is a more mature Miller North team, a lot of seniors, you know, that they just have to, they have to come out hungry every single night and try and just play to their ability and, you know, see where it takes them because they have a lot of potential. And their top challenger, as we noted, is going to be Bellevue West again, led by Chucky Hepburn, who, you know, you can run out of um, ways to describe him. He's everywhere in the court, you know, headed to Wisconsin, fantastic point guard, and he'll have Frankie Fiddler. And again, they'll have plenty of depth. They will. You know, you've, you've got um, uh, Dostler coming through the ranks. This is Josh's little brother, highly uh, touted sophomore. Greg Brown comes over from Omaha Burke. Um, he gives them uh, another power player inside. You know, Bellevue West isn't that far behind Miller North in in talent level. And, you know, hopefully on December 31st, we're going to see those two in the Metro Final. Those we'll talk about. There's teams that would certainly love to upset that apple cart. And then they play in January. And then, um, you know, who wouldn't want to see a matchup at some point during the state tournament? I mean, it's Chucky versus Hunter. You know, you got – Frankie versus St. Thomas or Jason Green. You've got a lot of great matchups potential there, and it's the games that, unfortunately, a lot of people want to see and won't be able to see because of fan limitations. Very, very disappointing. And in you know, last year was very talented. A lot of a lot of good players last year. This year might be even better, and it is disappointing. But we'll talk plenty about Bellevue West and Miller North this season. So let's jump to the rest of their competition. Number three in your ratings is Creighton Prep. They're, as you note, they're going to be a very tall starting lineup led by Luke Youngers, and they have a very intriguing opening matchup. They do. Isaac Trout, uh, who is uh, presumably the top recruit out of the state in next year's class from Grand Island, the Islanders come in to play Creighton Prep and and GI and Prep have had a pretty good series as of late. Isaac, unfortunately, is going to be with all new starting fives. So um, how they fit in, how they handle being a prep. Now, it's not like you've got uh, tonight, you know, Thursday night, you've got 450 kids in that end zone um, being distractors uh, when teams shoot three throws that direction. It's going to be 100 parents and uh, the teams. You know, so it's going to be different, uh, but um, Prep, Justin City, uh, Buckley, um, you've got uh, A.J. Rollins in there, um, you know, Luke Yenders. You know, this is a, a team that has gotten state tourney experience. They went 19-9 and nine last year. Right now they look to be the, the top contender to breaking up the big two. And number four in your ratings, Papillion La Vista South led by Denaire Dempsey, had 14 points, seven rebounds per game last year. What can the Titans do to make it back to the state tournament? 
Well, I think they've got to find some guard help and, and outside shooting. Uh, Jared Matley uh, graduated. He was their all-time leading scorer. But like Prep, Papio South has a lot of length. Six of their ten lettermen are six five or taller. So, uh, you know, that's one thing that Bellevue West doesn't have a plethora of is, uh, high, you know, tall players. But um, uh, Prep and Papio South, you know, they're – you know, there's a lot of guys that they're breaking, uh, you know, six five on the scale or on the on the wall chart. And our next two teams here have some talented players to replace: Omaha Central and Omaha West Side, number five and six in your ratings. Latrell Wrightsell leaving the Eagles and Jaden Booth leaving the Warriors. Who can step in to replace those guys? Well, they're hoping it's a couple of transfers. One would be um, um, uh, Jaron Marshall, who led um, um, Omaha Burke last year in scoring, and then Denham Johnson has come over from Omaha Benson to play for um, uh, his senior year with Central. So Central's got three returning uh, starters already to go with these two transfers, and there were some good players in in the background as well. So it, um, you know, looks like it's going to be another successful season for the, um, for the Eagles. And then for the Warriors, um, Chandler Meeks and Reggie Thomas, they had um, contributing roles as sophomores, juniors this season. What are, what are the Warriors expecting from them? You know, a lot of leadership. Again, there, there's a good young group coming up for the Warriors, but uh, those two, really blended in. Um, you know, you had Jaden uh, Booth and, and Brown last year that, um, you know, did a lot of the outside scoring. Westside's not going to be exceptionally tall either. They're not going to have a true center. So they're going to have to rely a lot on the perimeter game and, uh, you know, causing disruption with their defense. And number seven in your ratings, Lincoln Southeast, led by Ajante Hogan. Um, averaged 18.1 points per game last season. Can he lead Lincoln Southeast to a state tournament? Well, the Knights are certainly hoping so. They're, they're on their third coach in three years or four years with Joey Werning coming in. Um, uh, coach Bradley uh, went up to the college level. Uh, so the, the Knights get a new guy in there. Um, you know, it's going to hurt the Tavian Thompson good football player suffered a season ending uh, shoulder injury in football. Uh, but they get back Barrett France from shoulder surgery. So I guess it's a, it's a trade. Uh, but they were 14 and 11 last year. And once they get started, you know, we should talk about that too. The um, Lincoln schools have not even been able to practice yet uh, this year because of uh, County restrictions. And that's been a, an issue that, uh, you know, they're going to be behind the curve even when they get started potentially next week. We haven't heard for sure whether the, the county will allow uh, high school sports at least to resume. And right now the, the schools down there are figuring that they're not going to be playing uh, games until maybe the 17th. So they'd get maybe two or three games in maximum before the holiday tournaments. And we have a couple other Lincoln schools coming up in your ratings. Um, so there there will be some top teams behind the eight ball. But before we get to those, uh, another very tall lineup 
Papillion La Vista, the Monarchs, led by Joey Hylock, Chase Lett, Kyle Ingwerson, and Luke Lindenmeyer. The Monarchs are going to be a challenging, challenging team this year. They are. They were so close to going last year. Westside knocked them out in the district final. Uh, Monarchs were 16-9. Um, you know, they're going to uh, want to uh, play tough on defense, Coach Dan Moore said, and, and rebound. And, you know, he had a afterthought. You know, he says you have to try and live in a bubble so you can play the whole season. And let's let's get those Lincoln schools. Lincoln Pius, the 10th, led by Sam Hestreder. Um, he's he's a junior this year. He'll be counted on to have more more of a big role this year. Yeah, and he's already uh, possesses an offer from Idaho uh, out west. And you know, there, there's a couple guys who stands kind of a little familiar to to people in the state. That'd be Sam and Charlie Hoiberg. That'd be uh, Fred Hoiberg's. Twin sons, they're seniors this year. Um, I think I recognize those names. Yeah, they're a little familiar. Uh, yeah, and the Hostriders are um, juniors. Sam has a, a brother as well. But Sam's 6'6", Jake Greason's 6'6", so there's some height there. Um, Pius at one time was number one last year, and they didn't finish strongly uh, in the season. So they're going to want to try and get more consistent start to finish and and they have a chance as well to, to make state. And the 10th team in your ratings is one of the more interesting ones to me because we know a little bit what they'll look like this year. Quat Abdelkarim replaces Donovan Williams as the Navigator's go-to guy, and we saw that to open last year, so we know how that's going to look. Um, what Who's going to be surrounding him for the Gators? Well, Josh Brown is back at guard as well. DJ McGarvey started half the games. I, I think the, the X factor is someone we didn't get to see last year because of injury. Brennan Clemens is a 6'7 sophomore, uh, but um, he's going to be a, a defender that teams are going to have to try and, uh, you know, um, uh, break through to get to the rim. Um, you know, good good body. Um, you know, Quat. um was leading them in scoring when uh, Donovan Williams came back. You know, I, I it, you always have issues when you have kids come in mid-season for chemistry. You know, you, you lose some kids are going to lose playing time, scoring roles change. You know, I, I think if if the Navigators this year can can stay consistent, that uh, they've got the material that. Uh, you know, again, could take them to the state tourney. Who are some of the dark horse contenders, some teams that missed out on this top ten that could reach Lincoln? Well, Millard South returns four. Uh, they've got the Stinger Cousins. Uh, they've got um, good size inside. They were 9-13 and 13 last year. Uh, Carney, as, as Carney showed in football, you can never uh, count out uh, the Bearcats program in anything. Uh, Preston Pearson, one of their top football players, is one of their three returning seniors. So Drake Baronic out at uh, Bearcat Land, he's excited for the, to see how the program has progressed in, in his third or fourth year. Grand Island, of course, with Isaac Trout, how the newcomers uh, mesh and um, you know step up uh, to 
being under the the lights uh, for the first time. Gretna, you know, when you when you've got um, uh, Brad Feakin and, and Bill Hurd on the bench, those those um, uh, players are going to be coached up, and, and Gretna, of course, one of the burgeoning schools in Class A until they get their second school built. And Omaha North, which um, Keyshawn Williams uh, on pace to um, be one of the top scorers in school history. And uh, Curtis Ogba, when he was healthy, they were very good. Uh, he missed 13 games, and they really struggled. So that looks to be my list of five to watch, and there's always going to be a surprise or two. Definitely. And I think we're prepped for opening weekend. Which games are you going to be at? You know, tonight, uh, Thursday night, it's uh, Grant Island at Creighton Prep. Still working out the rest of the weekend. A lot of games on opening night will set the matchups for Saturday. Obviously, one that uh, looks intriguing uh, that's already set would be Westside going to Miller North. So Miller North uh, opener is tonight, Thursday, against Columbus. Uh, out of Columbus, and you know, again, if if you had normal conditions, that would be kind of an interesting. You, you got you got the state favorite going on the road in front of a uh, large crowd, and that's not going to happen tonight. Yeah, well, we'll we'll look forward to having your insight throughout the season. We'll discuss some of the changes for Metro Conference, uh, the tournament before that happens this year. And we're looking forward to a great season. Hey, it's here. And let's 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 keep it going. Definitely. Until next time, thanks for listening. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across Greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at MDWest1.com or call 402-390-4111.